This is my absolute all-time favorite book. Ray Bradbury was a science fiction author, though he didn't classify himself as a science fiction author. He said he only wrote one science fiction, and that's this one. He said he wrote fantasy, but of course, in that day, he was writing science fiction according to everybody else's categorization. Bradbury was not only a really good writer, he was a very, very interesting man and public speaker, and he's just really, really wonderful to listen to. So much of his philosophy has been poured over by me on writing, on everything. And it's funny that I didn't like reading until I read Fahrenheit 451. My friend had tried giving me books. I got like three of them. I didn't really like them. It wasn't until I read Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. Because I think one thing Bradbury is really good at with his writing is just showing you the clear objective with reading a book. You know, you don't figure it out without having read him. When you're reading a book, most people who read are like, yeah, you know, I don't know why I'm doing this. And if they are reading books, they do like to read books. They're not books that I would really read. They're more just entertainment. Bradbury shows you, though, why you read classics. Why you read is to get a metaphor, to have an idea. This is the reason why you read. I know there are people out there that would hotly contest that's the reason you read, but if it's not, then I think we forget the fact that stories are there to tell a moral. That is the reason why they're invented. And the reason for that is because dreams are there to tell a moral. And the story gets its root in dreams. This is why humans love stories, is because they dream. They attach significance to event, and they attach meaning to images and things like that, which I think those images are less universal, but I do believe that is what humans are good at, is finding meaning in these really, really highly stylized, really produced, really refined dreams. And Bradbury is defending books. He wouldn't think that, because this is something that's, I think this, and this is based in Jung's psychology, but Bradbury just wants to save books because they're important. There are ideas. And of course, in this society, there are firemen, and they burn down books, and they burn down houses, and they burn down people for reading books. It's not the hierarchy that developed this. We have to understand that particular thing. It's not the government that instituted this law. It's the people who instituted this law. And the people enforce it through culture. Because people don't want to think. They don't want to have ideas. It offends them. And if that doesn't sound prophetic, if that doesn't sound like it's today's day and age, then you really got to look at what's going on in the world. Because, at least in the United States, because it is so obvious that the events that we have right now are almost mirroring this and it's difficult to say because what's so beautiful about Ray Bradbury is that he did predict a lot of our modern inventions like Bluetooth he predicted flat screen TVs he even predicted 3D television which will come out soon he predicted it and he also predicted video holograms and things like that in his other stories and what's important to know is that he is saying that this technology is bad and that's what he said he didn't want his books on the internet he just did not want his books on the internet I don't think that was narrow-minded either I think he had a legitimate concerned with is he saw that his vision coming true when the internet came out and it started making people act this way because his vision was a dystopia where technology you know got rid of the need for books because technology gave you quick easy accessible information that you could understand in a couple of seconds and you did not have to think too much about it but the books are there to struggle with we have to struggle with a book in order to understand it Ray Bradbury's too a lot of people would read it and say what's the point of this it's too slow I don't see this happening but 
but it is. And that's the thing. You have to be almost intentionally blind to not see the events unfolding in today's modern world that are almost coinciding with this, though. We have, like, different things. In our society, we have people trying to censor speech. But that's what happened here, is that this book offends, this book offends, and there is this long diatribe by one of the main bad guys about how this happened, and it was all about offense. Books are offensive. Ray Bradbury's books are not really that offensive, but they are a guide into how a people, not a government, a people, this is not top down, this is bottom up, a people censors themselves and destroys freedom of speech. And they willingly do it because of offense. If we understand this as a people, that we can destroy our entire civilization by going down this path, this is what Ray Bradbury's book is meant to outline. How these societies fall apart and why they fall apart. And it's not because of a government, it is because of people who are negligent and cannot tolerate other people's opinions. And it's not to say that people can't yell and scream on the internet and say whatever they want, it's when it becomes a point where people don't let you yell and scream on the internet or don't let you talk in public or won't forbid you to actually have meaningful discussions. And this is because the culture around you wants it to stop. They think it defends them, you know, and this is real. This is real stuff, and it is happening because part of the American dream is not just to be rich, it's to have a voice and be able to contribute to the democracy, to be able to contribute to the society and the exchange of ideas and the intellectual gains and pursuits. And though people will disagree with you, Ray Bradbury is very clear saying, you know, you can disagree, but you can't censor. And that's what he saw in the internet. And that's what he saw in the modern technology is that we are going to start censoring ourselves because it's going to become so dumbed down by this instant access of information. And it's what's happening today. And if we don't realize this, and this is what's so important to understand about Bradbury is that he's predicting things and they are coming true and it's something that we should avoid at all costs and it, it will be avoided because I guarantee you there are enough people in America with guns thank God that will not let our freedom of speech be censored but it is a real thought experiment on how if the whole populace becomes convinced that fence is wrong and that it's evil and that if we say something offensive it's just automatically makes us a bad person you know that it will run down a track and become dangerous it will become anti-intellectual it will become this society that Bradbury brilliantly portrays in 60,000 words he has a very very cogent way of describing it and all other criticisms aside because I really think that there are a lot of unfair criticisms of this book even by very famous authors authors and stuff like that. I think this book is one of the most important books to be written and it showcases the reason why we read and the reason why we write and the reason why people ought to continue to champion books.